It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. I'm James Erpine. Welcome in. So much to get to. Man, oh man. If you're new to the podcast, well... Welcome in. Thank you so much for listening and making us part of your day. You can subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, LockedOnBengals.com, wherever you get your podcast. Basically, what we do here is give you your daily Bengals fix. Monday through Friday, it's a podcast. It is very, very much in-depth, all things Bengals football. And uh, also check out LockedOnBengals.com. We've had a great week of shows so far. I hope today is the exact same. You heard from Joe Goodberry on Monday. You heard from Dave Lapham on Tuesday. Today, well, you're going to get me on Twitter, at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals, and let's start with the draft. And I wrote about 2,500 words on the draft, and you could check it out. There's there's highlights from the prospects and so many in-depth things at LockedOnBengals.com when it comes to all 11 draft picks giving you the insight one thing that stood out to me, and obviously the, the offensive linemen or lack thereof, is it, such a big deal, right? It, it's, it's something that everyone's talking about. But, but something that stood out to me with this draft class was the Mark Walton pick. And I thought this was interesting because I get the pick. I understand it. I also get the fans who don't understand it. Paul Daner Jr. covers the Bengals. For Cincinnati.com, he was on with Lance McAllister on ESPN 1530. Here's Paul on Mark Walton. If he is the most talented player on your board, I don't know how many players in the NFL I got to point to in the third and fourth round at the running back position that have turned into stars until you understand at ever taking a running back at that point. I mean, that is the third round in particular. Then you get into the fourth where they took Walton. That is a running back honey hole. I mean, would people be criticizing Atlanta we're taking Devontae Freeman a couple years back in the fourth round? No, I mean, we, the, the value can just be too good, and they do have a hole uh, with that backup running back situation. Running backs can hurt. That's, uh, that's what that gig is. So you can't have enough depth there. They were going to have to fill it at some point. If you think you've got a guy now that adds something that you didn't previously have on this team, which I think you get from a special team side of things, uh, and from, uh, you know, the, the bounceability type of things, I think, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that. That's Paul Daner Jr. And, and to me, I didn't have a problem with the pick. I know the Bengals are very high on Mark Walton. I've talked to multiple people at Paul Brown Stadium, and they had him high on their board, very high. You heard Lapham on him yesterday. Here's the thing. The, the, the times where they've done that and they've said, oh, well, this guy is just the highest player on our board. You look back and you wonder if it, if it worked out. And I remember 
and I saw this yesterday and I tweeted this out. William Jackson. No one was really excited for William Jackson III. No one was. Everyone, including me, you, everyone thought it was wide receiver, wanted it to be a wide receiver, and the wide receivers went. Will Fuller, a guy they wanted, went. Corey Coleman, a guy they wanted, went. So instead of reaching on a receiver that they didn't feel like was necessary, they got William Jackson III. And this is, I, I found the article that I wrote, the recap. This is what I wrote about William Jackson III. The Bengals had no choice. The wide receiver run happened, and they were unable to trade up. He was clearly the best player available. He might not play a lot in his rookie season, but he has great hands and ball skills. He is better. Uh, he is a better prospect than Dre Kirkpatrick or Darquez Denard were coming out of college. Don't be shocked if we look back and wonder how the best corner in this draft class fell so far. And that, that's going to bring me to the saying that, that I want you to steal because I stole it and I don't know where I stole it, but it's, it's something that I know I didn't come up with on my own. Draft players, not positions. Fall in love with the player, not the position. The idea of a cornerback in 2016 was stupid because they had Dre Kirkpatrick who was coming into his own, because they had Adam Jones coming off of a career year, because they had Darquez Denard, a first-round corner, waiting in the wings, and Josh Shaw, and, 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 and now it doesn't seem so stupid. Why? Because they loved William Jackson. He might have been the fourth player on their board, but that's the guy they went after because he was the best player left remaining on their board. And that, to me, is what this Mark Walton pick represents. Because I, I really think that that was the pick that made everyone mad. Like, the, the majority of Bengals fans were like, what the beep are you doing drafting a bleeping running back right now? I'm bad at the whole bleeping thing, but you get the point. I mean, Twitter lost its mind. That should have been a tackle. I mean, fine, but I don't need a useless tackle. And what I mean by useless is don't draft a tackle just to draft a tackle to say you drafted a tackle even though you don't feel good about said tackle. <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh, we need a tackle, so let's... No, I don't want you reaching. I don't want you pushing the envelope. I don't want you... I want you taking the best players available. In the mid-rounds, that's the only way you're going to hit on those. The odds of most mid-round picks having success are slim anyways. Take the best player that you evaluated. Mark Walton was very high on their draft board. So to me, that's the biggest pick. That, that That's the question mark. I'm fine with it. I have to get to something on the other side because there's something very, very interesting that I put out there on Twitter at James Erpine that, well, I'm shocked at, that I'm a little embarrassed about, and I'll explain what it is next. It's a poll question, and you probably know what it is if you follow me on Twitter. We'll get to that next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, I get it. I'm known as like the anti-Andy Dalton guy. I'm known as the, oh, you call him Blandy Dalton, James. What are you talking about? He isn't Blandy. He's so good. He's going to be the most winning quarterback in this franchise. He'd be in the ring of honor. He's 
the best quarterback you've seen them have in your life. Oh, and on and on and on. And all these people go on and on about Andy Dalton. And I'm, I'm the hater, right? I'm mean to Andy. Fine. That's fine. That's fair. But there's no one, even the biggest Andy Dalton fan, who should be saying what 32% of you are saying. Nearly 4,000 people voted in this poll at James Erpine. And it's, it's the silliest thing ever. It says, hey, Bengals fans. And, and I threw this out there. Yesterday I was at the gym and I was like, I was just thinking about the landscape of the AFC North. And by the way, I, I did put this poll question up at LockedOnBengals.com. I mentioned it on the podcast yesterday. But now that the final results are, are in, this is in damn, this is insane. Nearly 4,000 votes. I ask who you'd rather have a quarterback for the next five years. Blandy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, and Ty God Taylor. Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco. Or Big Ben and Mason Rudolph. So essentially the quarterback rooms of each AFC North team. By God, you, y'all have lost your minds. 32% of you are in, 32% of you are either insane or Jim Osarski of the Enquirer because he's the biggest Blandy Dalton lover ever. I think Andy Dalton's got him on payroll. Or you're related to him. You, you must be related to Andy Dalton because 32% would rather have Andy Dalton than any of those other quarterback rooms. The Hall of Famer Big Ben coming in second right now. And there's four minutes left in this poll as I record this, so I should have the final results by the time we wrap up the podcast. But 24% say Big Ben slash Mason Rudolph. 23% say Lamar and Flacco. 21% say Baker and Tyrod. I would take all three of those right now, and it's not even close, and I will tell you why. Lamar Jackson, a lot of you wanted Lamar Jackson last week. Why? Because of upside. Well, Joe Flacco, Flacco is stable. Why not go stable with upside? That makes sense to me. Swing for the fences by also having a Super Bowl winning quarterback who has achieved great things in the league when he's had weapons around him, i.e. Joe Flacco. That's what we're doing with Andy Dalton. The Joe Flacco thing. In 2015, Andy Dalton was so great. Fine, I get it. Give him the weapons so he can be great. But don't lie to me about how you'd rather have him than the first overall pick. Or then a Super Bowl winning quarterback slash maybe most dynamic player in the draft in Lamar. Or a future Hall of Famer in Big Ben who said yesterday he wants to play three to five more years. And if not, a guy a lot of people liked, including the Bengals and Mason Rudolph. I know the Bengals liked him. I know they liked him. Baker Mayfield's the first pick in the draft. Why wouldn't you trade Andy Dalton for the first overall pick? Baker Mayfield's the, the number one pick or the number one quarterback. I believe this. I've been told this from multiple people. Dave Lapham implied it on the podcast yesterday. He didn't confirm it, but the fact that he kind of implied it, based on what I've heard as well, Baker Mayfield was the number one quarterback on the Bengals draft board. I get it. Win now. This whole win now draft, you've heard it the past couple days. I understand their logic, but if you're talking about the next five years, get out of here with Blandy Dalton as the best quarterback in the AFC North. Y'all are insane. This is insane. It's the most biased poll. I can't believe it. And yesterday it was really close, like 25, 24, 24, 24. And then Andy Dalton just took off. It just took off. And Andy Dalton's the guy now. He's that guy. Do I need to show you what happened? 
against Green Bay or what happened against Pittsburgh. I mean, there are so many different scenarios last year where Andy Dalton missed the throw, throws it out of bounds. Heck, Andy Dalton misses A.J. Green deep early on in that Jacksonville game. I say it because I was there and it was clear. A.J. Green, frustrated frustration is boiling. He knows the season is in shambles. And if Andy Dalton hits him there, I guarantee you he does not get, hits them with the pass, does not get into a fight, and then A.J. Green, uh, that A.J. Green did, and gets into a fight and then hits Jalen Ramsey. Like, Andy Dalton is fine. And I get wanting to win now with him, and I get, like, like that's the thing. I don't think I'm being mean here. I don't think I'm being mean at all. Andy Dalton's fine. The Bengals are trying to win now, so they stuck with Andy Dalton. Okay. Get it, understand it. That being said, if you're giving me the choice right now, next five years, Andy Dalton or Baker Mayfield, Tyra Taylor, do I need to remind you? Listen to this. This is Dan Horde, the voice of the Bengals, on a really good podcast that him and Dave Lapham do, the Bengals Booth Podcast. Here's Dan Horde and Dave Lapham talking about Baker Mayfield. You tell me you wouldn't want this. I think Baker Mayfield is the best quarterback in this draft. He's the guy I'm hoping the Cleveland Browns don't take. Because if they do, I think they turn the corner quickly. I hope they take Josh Allen, which is the guy that most of the uh, prognosticators seem to think they're going to take. He might be great. He's certainly got the physical ability to be great. But that low completion percentage, the fact that he played in that league, uh, the fact that he's not polished yet, I I want them to take a guy that still needs a lot of work. Baker Mayfield, to me, is the closest thing to a sure thing. Obviously, a lot of people disagree with that, but I think whatever team winds up taking him before the 21st pick, because, yeah, he'll be gone before the Bengals are on the clock. But uh, whatever team takes him, they're going to have their quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. And, and Dan, I've I've, uh, seen him firsthand at Oklahoma met the kid he is I mean he is a uh, a natural born leader I mean every single teammate offense defense gravitate toward him he's one of those kind of guys that's like you hate him if he's not on your team and if he's on your team you absolutely love him that last part is why I think Baker Mayfield in my eyes I haven't heard this comp anywhere else so here we go exclusive locked on Bengals uh, comparison. I think he is Philip Rivers. He's shorter, but he he talks a lot of trash and he backs it up. He's smart. He's accurate. He's detailed. He's he's a guy. And you're, you're gonna talk about the police video. Look, literally think about this. He's the star quarterback at Oklahoma. He walked on. He got stopped for drinking, and he didn't want to get a ticket. Not stopped like road stop like stopped on the side of the street or side of the sidewalk. Didn't want to get a ticket. Or maybe he was in the car, but either way, he wasn't driving. We're not talking about DUI or OVI or anything like that. And drunk, his drunk self was like, oh my God, I'm in so much trouble. I got to run and get out of here. And he runs, so he gets tackled. And it just looks really bad. He's drinking. He didn't want to get in trouble. I, I'm not defending it. It's not something that happened to me in college, but it could have. Like, it, it could have happened. Like, that, that, that's something that probably could have happened to the majority of our listeners here at Locked on Bengals. So that's the big knock. The, the grabbing his, his junk it, during the Kansas game. Um, 
I don't really like, oh, it looks bad. Fine. He's talking trash. You ever been on a basketball court? I've never been on a football field competitively. I haven't. So I'm not going to act like I have. You ever been on a basketball court? You know the type of trash talk that is said at some of these basketball courts? I grew up around it. It's what you do. Period. It's what happens. And you learn. I learned young. 10 years old, 9 years old, 8 years old. Well, you better not get your feelings hurt. And if they talk trash to you, you better make the damn shot. And if you're talking trash, you better back it up as well. And Baker Mayfield, I think he's one of those guys. He's like Phillip Rivers. I, I worked with Artrell Hawkins a couple years ago, and he said that that was – he played for the Bengals. He was a second-round pick for the Bengals, played for the UC Bearcats, played for uh, a bunch of different teams, Carolina Panthers, New England Patriots. And uh, Artrell told me he hated playing against Phillip Rivers. He said, I f- hated it. He hated it, hated it, hated it. Because he was that guy that would talk trash to you. And, and do all those type of things. And one of the best moments of our Charles career, I, he remembers this and talks about it. He sacked Phillip Rivers in the playoff game when New England upset San Diego back in 2006. And he loved that moment. And I think part of it was just because of how much he hated Phillip Rivers. And it's like Lap said, it's a guy you'd love to go to war with or be in battle with or be teammates with, but you'd hate to go up against him. So again, this isn't the anti-Andy thing. This isn't the Bengals should have traded up the one to get Baker because they couldn't have. But the idea that in the final results are in, three, 3,900, over 3,900 of you voted in this poll. 32% say Andy, 24 Big Ben, 23 Lamar, 21 Baker. And their respective starters or backups. Um, I'm, I'm baffled by that. And I, I think you should be too. Get at me on Twitter at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. If you want to look up that poll or look at that poll, you can at uh, LockedOnBengals.com. Also on Twitter at James Erpine, like I said. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, the iHeartRadio app. Um, I'm going out of town. I have a wedding. My best friend's like getting married because he's all in love and stuff. So I have a wedding out of town. I'm bringing my laptop. I'm bringing my microphone. I plan on doing a podcast tomorrow. As long as technology allows me to, we will have a Locked on Bengals podcast tomorrow for sure. Until then, thank you so much for listening. If you missed Dave Lapham yesterday, it's a must listen for you Bengals fans. And Joe Goodberry on Monday was excellent as well. It's uh, combined, you're talking about an hour and 20 minutes of your time, and it will get you all caught up on the draft. Like if you were under a rock... Over the past, you know, the, the draft three days from Thursday to, to Saturday, we'll get you all caught up on the past two Locked on Bengals podcast. Does that make sense? I like Andy Dalton. I get why the Bengals have Andy Dalton for 2018, but there's no way in how I'm taking him over, over five years of, of Baker. Like, that's the one that stands out to me over all these. Even Lamar. Like, yeah, I would take Baker over Lamar. No brainer. I'm James Rapine. Until tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.